before I dive into this episode, I want to invite you to a free live workshop with me. It's June 13th, and the topic is bad managers. I love this topic. I know you probably don't, yet you need to know the types of bad managers and what to do because you might have some mediocre leaders on your teams. Please check it out. It's June 13th. It's free to everyone. You just need to go to awesomeleader.com slash bad dash managers. Once again, awesomeleader.com slash bad dash managers. Hope to see you there. Delegating is hard. It doesn't matter what your title is or how much leadership experience you have. Yet while sitting down and thinking about what to take off your plate and delegate to others is difficult, the most challenging part of delegation is getting rid of the excuses you might be telling yourself about why you can't or shouldn't delegate. No more excuses. It's time to get rid of those things you're telling yourself about why you can't delegate. I'm Lila Willingtown. I'm an executive coach and the creator of Awesome Leader. I've coached founders, VPs, and C-suite executives worldwide for over 20 years. I make it easier for leaders to make decisions, guide their teams, have difficult conversations, and have fun in their roles. I love what I do, and I love my clients. My number one passion is making it easier to lead and manage teams, no matter what your title is. And in my online coaching and training programs, I create leadership ease through 15-minute lessons and weekly group coaching. In this podcast, you can experience some of that micro-learning. This podcast is a weekly shot of tangible leadership advice. All episodes are under 15 minutes. Let's get started. Over the years, I've heard many reasons from leaders of all levels, from new managers to C-level executives, about why they can't delegate or why delegation just doesn't work for them. Now, if I ask you why you don't delegate or feel you can't delegate, you'd give me reasons too. And I'm sure they're good ones, creative ones too. Here's the thing though. They aren't reasons. They're excuses. They're excuses why you can't delegate. The things you think and say and what my executive coaching clients tell me aren't reasons why they can't delegate. They're excuses. These excuses are ones you repeat again and again about why you can't delegate. I want to help you avoid using those excuses. So in this episode, I'm going to share the top five excuses I hear most often. I'll first name them all and then go into details for each of the five. As I go through them, I want you to be thinking about, hmm, is this an excuse I use? So here are the top five excuses I've heard from over 20 years as an executive coach about why people can't delegate. Number one, I don't have the time to delegate. I've got too much to do. Number two, I can do the work better myself and faster. Number three, I told her what to do, but she didn't get it. I don't want to micromanage. Number four, well, they might mess it up. And number five, what if they do it better than me? Okay, let's tackle these excuses one by one. The first one. I don't have time to delegate. I've got too much to do. So yeah, right. You think you don't have time to delegate. Yeah, I get it. Well, this is precisely why you must delegate. I feel the leaders who claim they don't have the time to delegate are the ones who need to do it the most. They don't realize that by delegating, they free up their own time to invest in more important and urgent things on their lists of tasks and goals and strategic things as well. Yes, it takes time to delegate. It takes time to train someone or to learn a new skill. 
But if you keep claiming that you don't have time to delegate, you will never change things. You need to claim time on your calendar to delegate. Start small. Pick one project. Pick 30 minutes on your calendar for this week. Use that time to delegate three tasks in one project. Don't tell me you don't have the time. You do. You just need to claim the time. So make time today to free up your time in the future by delegating this week. Okay, excuse number two. I can do it better myself and faster too. Yes, you probably can. You can probably do a better job at this task than the person you need to delegate it to. So what? You can do many things better than others, but that's no reason to keep doing some tasks yourself. It's just another excuse to avoid delegation. This one I think is based in fear. You fear that someone else will take longer than you do to complete a task and that time is scarce. But do you want to hold on to this task? No. Do you need to hold on to this task? No. You may have to delegate knowing that the first time or two or three times that you actually delegate something, you double check the work carefully. But after that, that's one task you don't have to do anymore. And as a bonus, you give your employee an opportunity to learn something new. You help them and you help yourself. Excuse number three, I told her what to do, but she didn't get it. And I don't want to micromanage. Okay, there are two things going on here with this excuse. The first thing going on, a team member didn't accomplish a task the way you wanted it done. Well, you know what? Welcome to work. Welcome to management. Welcome to leadership. Welcome to the real world. Most people don't get it right at first, including you, me, all of the people at work today with you. You can troubleshoot this by taking a step back and providing some additional context to someone when delegating. Remember that it's your job to train them how to do what you want to get done. Why didn't she do it well? How can you help? What feedback can you give? The good news is that in the future, the task will be accomplished the way you train someone when you take the time to give feedback. The second thing going on here is the fear of being a micromanager. Now, I've trained over 20,000 leaders in person, like actually one-on-one or in group sessions, and I've trained over 100,000 people virtually. Some of those people are micromanagers, but very few of them. It's an overblown fear, and in this case, it's an excuse not to delegate. So instead of worrying about micromanagement, place energy on devoting time to considering what is on your plate and how to delegate it. If you don't want to micromanage, then don't micromanage. Allow your employees to learn how to do things, even if that means they make an initial mistake. After all, most people learn quickly from making mistakes. If the fear of becoming a micromanager is holding you up, then it's time you get out of management. Excuse number four, they might mess it up. You are correct. They might mess it up. They absolutely might mess it up. And if they do, you'll work with them and let them know how they messed it up and how to get it right. You will help them identify what went wrong and why. You'll share specifics. By the way, don't use the phrase mess it up in your discussion with this team member. Just want to make sure to make that clear with you. For this excuse, I want you to consider it from another angle. They might not mess it up. They may get it right. How will you know unless you delegate and provide the opportunity? They're going to take more time, and the end result may not be perfect the first time around, but it's probably going to be fine, and it actually might be amazing. So get over this excuse. All right, final excuse, number five. What if they do it better than me? You should be expressing this as something amazing. My team is smarter than me. Instead of using it as an excuse to avoid delegation, you should be hiring people smarter than you. 
and your team should perform tasks better than you. So you now know the five excuses that might be stopping you from delegation. Here they are again. I don't have time to delegate. I've got too much to do. I can do it better myself and faster too. I told her what to do, but she didn't get it. And I don't want to micromanage. Ah, they might mess it up. And the final one, what about if they do better than me? Get rid of these excuses. Stop using them. And right now, maybe you're thinking, well, Lila, this makes sense, but no buts. It's just another excuse. No excuses. I know excuses can creep into people's heads and take over, leading managers like you to avoid delegating, to hesitate delegating. Here's how you can put this into practice. I have a short exercise for you. Which excuse do you use and why? What's your personal excuse and what's the history behind it? Which team member comes to mind when you think of that excuse? And what's one task related to their role that you know you need to delegate? And what day next week will you take 30 minutes to help this person and yourself by focusing on delegation? Thanks for taking the time to learn more about delegation. I hope you've learned which excuse to avoid. Maybe an excuse you've been using to avoid delegation. You're one step closer to becoming an awesome leader. I'll talk to you again soon. Before you go, please hit subscribe. This tells me that the content I'm sharing is helping you, your team, and your company. You'll also learn when the next episode drops. And if you'd like weekly emails from me with more tips on how to move your leadership towards awesome, visit awesomeleader.com slash podcast. You'll receive notifications of free webinars and free resources. If you want to learn how to bring the first and only online leadership program with lessons under 15 minutes to your teams, visit awesomeleader.com. You'll learn all about my six-week cohort coaching and training program, and you can check out a lesson for free. Thanks for listening to The Leadership Shot. I'll talk to you next week.